This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, fair and 64 at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday. It's the 15th of August, 2023. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch, and we get a little break today. We do. We get a little break from the high temperatures and the high humidity levels. We'll have sunny skies and an afternoon high around 83. Tonight, it'll be clear with a low of 62. Wednesday, sunny and 83, and Wednesday night, slow 62. Then we'll start to see the temperatures go back up as we get closer to the weekend. Thursday, sunny and 90. Friday, sunny skies, a high of 93. And Saturday and Sunday, we'll have sunny skies with highs in the mid-90s. Right now, fair and 64 at the KVOM studios. Let's send out congratulations this Tuesday morning to our KVOM employee of the day. It's Mackenzie Chambliss at Step-by-Step at Perryville. Obituaries this morning. Benjamin Benny Marvin Brooks Jr., age 80 of Perryville, died on Sunday, August 13th. He was a Finnish carpenter, a 32nd degree mason at Perryville Lodge Number 238, a member of Thornburg Baptist Church where he served on the cemetery board and is survived by his wife of 58 years, Carolyn Miller Brooks of Perryville, daughter Jamie Brooks Hawkins of Perryville, three grandchildren, six great-grandchildren, and several nieces, nephews, and close friends. A celebration of life for Benjamin Benny Marvin Brooks, Jr. will be held Saturday, August 26th at 11 a.m. at Thornburg Baptist Church. The family will receive visitors one hour prior to service time, and arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Rebecca Jane Zimmerman, age 78, of Apollo, died on Friday, August 11th. She is survived by her husband of 59 years, Fred Zimmerman of Apollo, her son Timothy John Zimmerman of Apollo, her daughters Sandra Deanne Hewitt of Conway and Robin Lee Hill of Moralton, four granddaughters, six grandsons, four great-grandchildren, one sister, and many, many nieces and nephews, friends, and loved ones. Memorial Mass for Rebecca Jane Zimmerman will be Thursday, August 17th at St. Elizabeth Catholic Church with Father Stephen Hart officiating. Private burial will be at St. Elizabeth Cemetery with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Rosary will be prior to the Mass at 9.30. In lieu of flowers, memorials may be made to Cartai at Cartai.com, to the St. Elizabeth CYO at number 20 St. Boniface Drive in Bigelow, zip 72016, or to Arkansas Hospice Foundation at number 14 Parkstone Circle in North Little Rock, zip 72116. Now 7.34, let's turn to news this morning. The Moralton City Council has agreed to transfer the city's current contract for solid waste collection from Trash Hog to Cards Holding LLC, the Fayetteville-based company that recently acquired Trash Hog. Trash Hog owner Dwight Dykus told the council Monday night that he sold the company in order to scale back his workload due to health reasons. The city's in the first year of a four-year contract with Trash Hog and had the option to renegotiate the contract with another company since Trash Hog is being sold. But Councilmember Richard DeLuca, chairman of the Sanitation Committee, explained transferring the contract to Cards Holdings is the best option for the city. As a city, we have a contract. Uh, We have to okay the transfer of that contract uh, to the new company under the merger. After doing an independent study on Cards, looking at other companies like LRS and other options at this time. It is my recommendation uh, and the sanitation's recommendation that we go ahead and approve 
this and that this is actually a good match for us and may bring some more opportunities in the future for being able to bring some recycling at, you know, at some point. That recommendation was approved unanimously by the council. Dykus told the council he'll be working for cards as the local representative for the company. In other matters from Monday night's regular monthly meeting, the council passed a resolution to amend the 2023 operating budget to account for three expenses totaling $500,000, which Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer says were omitted from the budget at the beginning of the year. We gave $100,000 to Holyfield Place. We like $125,000 payment. Uh, we did not budget transfers to Park and Rec or Playland. We did budget $500,000 to uh, build the new soccer fields, which we're not doing this year. We're going to do that next year. So I would like to take that $500,000 and give $100,000 to the Holyfield Place, $250 to Park and Rec, and $150 to Playland. The council also gave approval to advertise bidding for the sale of two city-owned parcels of land and approved the invoices from Continental Utility Solutions and Custom Network Solutions for sewer and trash billing software and setup. 736, Fair and 64 at the KVOM Studios. Today's high 83 with sunshine. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in a moment. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Loans done quickly and with personal service. That's what we offer at Petty Jean State Bank. Hi, I'm Susan Gunderman, Executive Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank. We are Conway County's only locally owned community bank with four hometown lenders here to serve your needs. We will meet with you in person and help you find a personalized loan that will meet your budget. Come see us for consumer and commercial lending with a hometown touch. We promise you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch at 737, Fair and 64 at the KVOM Studios. The city of Moralton has officially put its new fire truck into service. Firefighters were on hand Monday night to physically push the truck into the bay at the city's north fire station, a tradition that dates back well over a century, according to Chief Earl Eichenberger. Tradition in fire service, push in and put it in service first. That dates back to probably the late 1890s, early 1900s, when fire engines were more strong. And if any of you have ever tried to back a wagon behind a team of horses, it's almost impossible. When they pulled up, they'd unhook the horses and they pushed the steam engine back in the station and then hooked them back up. Eichenberger says the truck replaces a 1988 model, is fully equipped, and is the first new fire engine the city has purchased in 21 years. It has all the rescue capability of any other piece of equipment we have, airbags, extrication, firefighting capability. It's just state of the art. The city paid $535,000 for the truck, and Eichenberger thanked the city council and Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer for the truck, which he says will greatly enhance the department's firefighting capabilities. Prior to the traditional pushing of the truck, Eichenberger dedicated the truck to the citizens of Moralton. Two people were killed Monday morning in a head-on collision in Bologna. Arkansas State Police say an eastbound vehicle on Main Street driven by 33-year-old Chelsea Yarbrough of Bologna crossed into the westbound lane of traffic, where it struck the front of a vehicle driven by 45-year-old David Johnson of Valonia. 
An accident which happened around 5.15 a.m. was fatal to both drivers. Discussion continues on a possible consolidation of the Conway County and Perry County 911 Operations Centers. The Conway County Intergovernmental Council, which includes the mayors of the four incorporated cities in the county, along with the county judge, held a meeting Monday morning, which was also attended by Perry County Judge Larry Blackman. Judge Blackman told the group, Perry County is on board with the consolidation, and he believes some state funding could be made available to help the counties offset the setup costs of the merger. The state has not directly come out and said this, but uh, they want us to be a model for the rest of the state to do this. So I think that the state will, will help us with the equipment and some financial on the front end to show the other counties, hey, here's a model, here's what we recommend these other counties do. So they'll, uh, they'll help us with the equipment side on it. The state really wants to see a couple of counties voluntarily do this. Judge Blackman added that Perry County would supplement Conway County with funds for the ongoing operating costs of 911 including the cost of additional dispatchers that would be needed if the consolidation were to take place. Conway County Judge Jimmy Hart says he feels a merger with Perry County is something that would benefit all parties. When I look at this, yes, we're going to have to hire some additional people. We are going to create some, some through consolidations from savings. And the big thing is the technology that I didn't believe existed. Blake convinced me it's doable. Okay? I believe that. And I believe, you know, the thing we've got... We've got a great facility. It's a large facility. It's a, it's a very good facility, and I don't mind a bit, you know, if we can, like I said, come together and work this out. I think this really benefits everybody. The Intergovernmental Council agreed to continue discussions with Perry County, but at the request of Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer, the mayors will be given a report on the projected impact to the budget for each municipality prior to the group's next meeting, which is scheduled for September the 11th. Now 741, let's check markets with Kirsten Craddy of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, while Monday was a slow day on the data calendar, the attention will swing squarely on the state of the consumer this week with the release of the July retail sales report on Tuesday, along with a batch of quarterly earning announcements from key retailers. Retail spending is estimated to have remained healthy last month as summer travel and leisure activity has been robust. Quarterly results from Home Depot, Target, and Walmart will shed additional light on consumer spending trends. Ongoing tightness in labor markets should offer ongoing support, though we think household spending growth will slow in the second half of the year, contributing to a softer overall GDP compared with strong performance for the economy in the first half of 2023. The Dow closed at 35,307 and was up 26 points. NASDAQ closed at 13,788 and was up 143 points. Volume was heavy as 2 billion shares traded hands on the big board. AT&T was down 11 cents at $14.26. Bank of America was down 36 cents at $30.93. Darren Company was up $2.57 at $437.64. Entergy Corporation was up two cents at ninety-six dollars and thirty-three cents. Under Armour was up two cents at seven dollars and seventeen cents. Simmons Bank was down thirty-eight cents at eighteen dollars and eighty-three cents. Regions Financial was down thirty-three cents at twenty dollars and twenty-nine cents. Southwestern Energy was down one cent at six dollars and forty-seven cents. Tyson's Food was down 83 cents at $54.41.
Walmart was down $1.20 at $160. LiveRamp was up $0.30 cents at $30.82. Interpublic Group was down $0.14 cents at $32.99. NextEra Energy was down $0.36 cents at $68.56. Natural Gas was up $0.03 cents at $2.80. Precious metals were lowered today, with gold being down $7.10 at $1,939.50, and silver down $0.10 at $22.65. I'm Kirsten Craddy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, downtown Moralton. On our community calendar, Moralton First Presbyterian Church will host a back-to-school cookout Wednesday night at 6, and all are welcome. There are a number of meetings coming up where you can learn about opportunities and make plans for the April 2024 solar eclipse. The Hotels and Restaurants Committee meets Thursday morning at 9 at the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce. And the Safety Committee meets Thursday night at 6 at the Moralton North Fire Station. The complete meeting schedule can be found online at arkeclipse.com. The Plumberville Lodge of Freemasons meets Thursday night at 7. And the Conway County Center for Exceptional Children's Annual Radiothon Fundraiser is coming up this Friday from 4 until 7 at Action Services, 1008 West Childress Street in Moralton. There will be an auction of various donated items, and participants may bid over the phone, in person, or through an auction website that will be linked via Facebook. The event will be broadcast live here on KVOM-FM 101.7. Well, if you haven't done so yet, we ask that you donate the all-new EAB media app. This replaces the KVOM app that you may have had on your phone already. This is a way for you to enjoy any EAB radio station, including our extensive coverage of high school sports. It puts all of your favorite programs at your fingertips, allowing you to listen with ease. Download the EAB media app from the App Store and Google Play. It's also one of the many places where you can hear the podcast of KVOM's Morning News Watch which is published each weekday morning and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 745, fair and 64 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, we'll visit with Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer. Eric Tyler is up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Hey, Viewham's Newswire, Chris Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Well, tonight is your first chance to see the 2023 Marlton High School football team in live game action. Devil Oaks play host to Conway in a preseason benefit game. The Wampus Cats have been state semifinalists each of the past three seasons in the state's largest classification. They're considered one of the favorites to win it all this year after bringing in Coach Buck James from Bryant, who led the Hornets to five consecutive state titles. Coach Cody McNabb knows Conway presents a big challenge for the Devil Dogs, but feels it's a game that will make his team better. It's really good for us. I, I know we took some real lumps last year, and, and uh, that, that part wasn't any fun. But I don't know that if we don't play somebody like Conway, I'm not sure we beat Russellville. But 
It always tells us what we've got to work on. Your weaknesses are put under a spotlight when you're playing a team that's that talented. So uh, I really think we figure out what we've got to get better at, and I think it makes us that much more prepared to play that first game. Wampus Cats outscored the Devil Dogs 42-7 in the two quarters of live action last season's game in Conway. Tonight's game will once again be played like an actual game for two quarters, minus the special teams, followed by a set number of untimed plays for both teams. Kickoff from Devil Dogs Stadium is scheduled for 6 p.m. The Marlton High School golf team is also in action today. They compete in a match at Hot Springs Village. Starts at 3 p.m. Matched up on the mound against his Harding University teammate Davis Welch. Marlton's Maddox Long allowed three runs in five innings with four strikeouts for Green Bay. And the Rockers scored two runs in the bottom of the ninth inning to walk off the Madison Mallards 5-4 to advance the Great Lakes Championship game of the Northwoods League. Another Arkansas Razorback football legend is gone too soon. Alex Collins, who was a star running back for the Hogs from 2013 through 2015, was killed in a motorcycle accident in South Florida. That happened Sunday night, just days before his 29th birthday. Rookie Jordan Walker's bases loaded triple in the seventh inning lifted the St. Louis Cardinals to a 7-5 win over the Oakland Athletics last night in St. Louis. The Cards face the A's again tonight. First pick scheduled for 6.45 p.m. Pre-game coverage starts at 5.50 on 99.3 FM. The Eagle, having lost 11 of their last 12 games, the Arkansas Travelers start a six-game series in Amarillo tonight against the Sod Poodles. Crabs will return home next Tuesday, August 22nd, for a series against Wichita. And our weather forecast, our current conditions, humidity is at 100%. Northwest winds at 3 miles per hour. Barometric pressure 30.09 inches. Low temperature this morning, 62 degrees. High yesterday was 90. A year ago today, the low was 69. The high was 103. Nowhere in the last 24 hours at KVOM, total for the year 40.7 inches. Sunset this evening, 8.01. Sunrise tomorrow morning, 6.31. And forecast calling for sunny skies today. Afternoon high near 83 degrees. Going to feel nice today and tomorrow. Another cool night tonight with clear skies. Low down to 62. Sunny and 83 on Wednesday. Then we'll warm up a little bit. Near the end of the week, 90 for the high on Thursday, and then mid-90s again, looks like by Friday and Saturday. Really don't mention rain, though, this week. Right now, fair skies, 66 degrees in Marlton. And News Watch on this Tuesday morning continues in just a moment. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. It is 7.54 now on KVOM on our close-up interview this morning. We're joined by Marlton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer. Good morning to you. Good morning, Eric. All right. We've got uh, quite a bit to catch up on at the city council meeting last night and uh, one of the, the longest meetings we've had. Well, a lot. Uh, oh, yes. Lot probably the fullest room we've ever had. Yep, that was uh, exciting. Had some uh, some recognitions there, and uh, uh, you know, started with uh, some of the city pool employees, and they did a, a really a life saving. 
Yes, they uh, had a nine-year-old that almost drowned, and uh, they were able to save his life, and we were able to recognize Kennedy and her staff. Uh, There's been other instances where they've helped uh, people, and their their training has showed that they they know what they're doing. So uh, very proud of the work that they do. Uh, They're very calm cool and collective over there they don't get rattled when things like that happen and they they know what to do they know how to handle it and, and they have and they've been very successful yep it's good to recognize them also recognized uh, phil blaylock of course he got a, a national school safety award which is great and for the second time and yep. phil is uh he goes all around the state and the country talking about uh, sros and like like he was talking about last night that there was bigger cities in the United States stealing from his playbook and, and wondering how we're accomplishing some of the things we're accomplishing right here in Marlton, Arkansas. And that's what I always want to be proudest for is for a small town to be able to do things that bigger towns are not doing. Yep. There's nothing that says that we can't do what everybody else is doing or even more than what everybody else is doing. Uh, and I'm proud of that. And then we also got to recognize Earl Eichenberg, our fire chief, who's been with us 50 years. He started August the 1st. I wasn't aware of that start date, but uh, that's pretty impressive to be with some, I mean, you know, fighting fires for 50 years, which is, you know, you got to be pretty healthy and you got to, you know, you got to be on top of things to be fighting fires for 50 years. And then he's been the fire chief for a long time. Probably, I think, 16, 17 years he's been the fire chief. That's how I got on the council was he was appointed fire chief by Bobby Kirby, and then I took his place on the council. Yeah. Yep, he's uh, he's been been great for obviously a long long time, and I uh, had had a neat ceremony with the new fire truck which is in service now. Yes, and the you know he's talked about you know push the fire truck in. That's a tradition for over a hundred years, and so we got to do that last night. It's the first new fire truck that we'd bought in twenty one years. He said so. Uh, we've got a pretty good fleet you know this year we've spent probably close to two million dollars in one-time expenditures on repairs for roof at the c4 filter for the pool buying this fire truck for 535 which we paid cash for and you know it put a little strain on our budget there at the end because it hit at a time when it took a little strain we got through it we're through that process that's the last Big expenditure we've got for the year. We got one payment left to, to the Holyfield place of twenty five thousand, and we'll have all of our obligations, big obligations, paid for this year. We're lucky that we've we've had the revenue and the money to to do these kind of things. These are investments back into the community. They're not just throwing money away. They're they're investments that we've made that are going to be around for a long time. Uh, we've got to have the best fire equipment to keep our citizens and our firefighters safe when they're going out there and fighting a fire and and minimizing the loss the better equipment we've got and we probably have one of the best response teams of any fire volunteer fire department or full-time fire department around and we are a volunteer fire department and our guys do a great job our so rating is a three for a volunteer fire department that's incredible for a town this size and uh well, I'm on the executive committee of the Municipal League, and, and we are ranked in some things right up there with Little Rock and mm-hmm. and Jonesboro, a lot of the bigger communities because of our ISO rating. Good. 
they, yep, they do a great, uh, great job. And uh, of course, you can get uh, some of these purchases with uh, helps that you have good sales tax revenue coming in, and still, still and, seeing increases there. Right. And one more thing I need to say is we got to thank our employers in Marlton for allowing us to have such a good volunteer fire department by letting their employees go to these fires during the middle of the day when they're at work. That's the only way we survive, and that's the only way you know we can have a good volunteer fire department is our employers in Marlton let, let, let the employees go to these calls uh, during the day, and we got to thank them for, for that. Yep, absolutely. And uh, see a lot. Uh, got a new... Uh, I guess trash contract was uh, transferred to the uh, the, the new yeah, company. Yeah, uh, Dwight has had some health issues and decided to, to sell to Cards. We have met with Cards. We've met with the owner, real go-getter young guy, and he's got a lot of other um, opportunities that we might could offer to our, to our citizens once we get the uh, – once they see the route and get everything going, uh, we look we we feel real good about that transfer. Um, and they're going to keep their office here, same phone number. Richard's going to stay the manager. You know, the one thing that we like about it is I can call Richard if somebody didn't get their trash can picked up, he'll go pick it up. No, you know, no questions asked. No saying that the you know customer didn't get their can out in time. We just go pick it up, take care of it, move on. All right, so that'll be, uh, again, Cards Holdings is the, the new name, but uh, right. they can expect the uh, same service and maybe some expanded stuff uh, down the line. Uh, talking with Marl's Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer, and, of course, with school back in session, changing hours of the uh, of Playlands a little bit. Right. Uh, we, uh, you know, we haven't been in operation a full year. We tried to be open all day, even during the summer. You know, when we first started, we were doing gangbusters, really going really good. Got to April, May, and June, and it kind of just took a nosedive. We weren't expecting it to tank like it did. And then, you know, trying to keep it open during the day ran, you know, the payroll up. So we we made a decision that we're yesterday was the first day we were, we're going to be closed on Mondays. We'll be open Tuesday through Thursday, 4 to 9. We'll be open Friday, 4 to 11. And we'll be open Saturday, 11 to 11, and Sunday, 1 to 9. Now, if you have a field trip or a special event that you want to have during the day, you call them, they'll set that up, and we'll come in and, and take care of that for you if it has to be during the day. But we're knocking 30 hours a week out of, out of our schedule. And, you know, you multiply that times five or six employees a day, it, it's going to cut payroll way down which it which it doesn't we've analyzed the day and we didn't make that much money during the day so we think it's a good uh, decision to make going forward uh changing those hours we uh, mark is looking at some uh, leagues i shared last night a newspaper clip from 1980 where we had uh, leagues and they had a weekly uh, article about it and hope to get that going for kids and adults families you know mixed leagues whatever we hope to get some fun leagues going there to get people in the bowling alley um, it's a huge asset for our town to have that which other towns around us don't bigger towns around us don't have a skating rink bowling alley so we're fortunate to have that we're just trying to work the kinks out and once we get a year behind us we'll, we'll really know more about how you know what days we need how we need to open it run it and all those kind of things right, with uh good morning mayor alan lips any uh 
Perfect, baby. Projects coming up. We will be uh, paving Blue Diamond, the part in front of Taco Bell, Subway, uh, Arby's, that little section. And then Bennett Street. Uh, uh, Bennett Street is probably one of the worst streets in town. I'm sure there's other people think their street's worse, but it's really bad, and, and we need to get that one paved. And then Brown Street will be after that. Uh, there's been a lot of uh, cuts in Brown Street to, to move some fire hydrants and water. So we got to get that fixed up, and uh, and that's what we've got on the agenda right now. Yeah. Want to say that we did have a good first day of school back. Uh, I don't think we had any issues. Our police department was, was in full force, trying to help with the traffic. Because you know, the first day everybody wants to take their kid to school and walk them in and and pick them up, and yeah. so uh, it'll you know even out as the week goes on and. Appreciate everybody being conscious as they drive to work because now there's kids out waiting on the bus and things like that. We are uh, planning to uh, paint some crosswalks on Bridge Street at at, uh, MES to viewing Holloway Street. There's a lot of kids that live in that subdivision that walk over to catch the bus or just walk to MES. And so we will be uh, painting some crosswalks across that to keep our kids safer. Okay, very good. And... uh, we're also having a meeting today at 11:30 to uh, we put an RFP out for social media uh, help us with that and, and read our website and we got some great prospects one uh, local in Conway that we're meeting with today and uh, we're pretty impressed with the presentation that they gave us try to get that going to, to beef up our social media presence you know for park and rec just everything going on in the city, the bowling alley, everything that we've got going on. Uh, we also, as you know, last month had a public hearing for the chamber, and, and Donnie gave us a, a update on that. That went very well. Uh, a lot of good things going on in this town. We, you know, we have to be aware of that. Uh, we've, you know, like I said, with the fire truck and everything, we've spent close to probably two million dollars in one-time expenditures and and you have to realize that we've done all this without raising taxes and burdening the people and sometimes you know doing it that way it's a lot harder to parlay that that revenue into into all these projects and sometimes it it, you get a little cash flow buying which we did with the fire truck we're over that like i said but you have to realize we've done all this without raising anybody's taxes and and trying not to burden the taxpayer and I'm very proud of that fact that you know we've 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 done a lot of projects without without raising taxes. And uh, just lastly, we do have a new restaurant opening up today. Uh huh. So. We pick Qe at the old donut shop on Bruce Street. So we've had a lot of you know new businesses yeah. opening up here lately, and uh, those contribute to the sales tax dollars. You know that's why we're seeing a, a continuous growth is we are getting new businesses and. Uh, and that's great. Uh, the, you know, those revenue, that revenue has increased, you know, a lot. Uh, you know, Fred gets, he's got to probably the best job out there because he gets to talk about all the good increases in the revenue. We're up over $200,000 just through uh, August with four more months left to go. And, you know, we, uh, and, we've, and we've seen record years so far, I and mean, it keeps getting better. Yep. Good. And we 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 never know if we're going to be able to sustain that year after year, but it's but it sure has been good. Online sales taxes helped a lot with that. Mm-hmm. 
and I think people shopping local more after COVID. Yeah. More people shop local, and sure. and they're still continuing to do that. Yeah. All right, or Mayor Allen Lipsmeyer, a lot, uh, a lot of updates this morning. So we thank you so much for coming in. Thank you, Eric. All right, it is eight oh seven now on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.